Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and the founder of LiveNourish.co, where you can find my blog, recipes, and services. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. Remember, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Little Nourish podcast. I just wanted to say happy November. I didn't say that last week, but I can't believe it's already November and the year is just going by so quickly. I mean, like next month is going to be December and then January. It's crazy. But yeah, anyways, let's get into the, today's episode. So in today's episode, I'm chatting all about just the harmful effects of BPA and just the dangers with BPA, how it basically can destroy your body. And so yeah, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So first off, what is BPA? So BPA is bisphenol A. And it is an industrial chemical that is added to many personal products in today and just our everyday lives. So it's in basically water bottles, little food containers, beauty, skincare products, just anything that's basically plastic. So so that would be toys, like children's toys as well. Basically any food storage containers, like except for glass. Also cash register receipts, canned food and drink liners. And it can also be in coffee cans and beer cakes. Now, that may seem quite overwhelming. You're like, ah, it's basically in everything. What do I do? Just throw everything? Um, I think at first I was pretty overwhelmed and I was like, yikes. Like, it's in, like, a lot of things. But I think just basically going back to, I talk about this a lot, I think. Um, Just going back to, like, when our ancestors, you know, lived and they didn't have all these plastic chemicals. I mean, I think like what they stored their food in, I mean, going back to like a hundred years ago, like mason jars have been around for so long. And so, you know, using mason jars, like super handy, like you can get them in so many different sizes, like a cup size, two cup, three cup, four cup. And so I think glass is just a super handy thing to use. And so I'm also going to list off other things later on in the episode, but yeah, it can just be super overwhelming. So yeah, I just want to put that in there. And so basically in the 1950s, VPA was found that it could be used in plastics, basically to strengthen and harden them. And so that's why it has been used. Just having VPA been in our stuff for like 70, I guess, ish years now, there's been just so many studies and medical literature on it. And people just know the harmful effects of it now. And so basically one of the main effects is hormone disrupting. And so I'm going to get into that later, but that is one of the big things. And that is why when I was first diagnosed with PCOS, I really looked into what I was putting into my body. So what what I was eating, what I was putting on my skin, and then also what I was using like clothing too, because there's lots of chemicals in clothing as well, which is unfortunate. So just looking like buying more like secondhand, because then whoever wore it before me, their body absorbed the chemicals. 
so yeah I was just like looking to different things and then I started using glass more and yeah and also just with the hormone disrupting it can actually linger for generations to come so thinking about like your kids your grandkids your great-grandkids and so it just really impacts the person drastically and so with just all of this information it's very clear that you know you want to avoid this just for not only your personal health and wellness but also for your kids your grandkids your great-grandkids so let's get into the toxic effects of just bpa so why is bpa bad bpa is a hormone disruptor it can mimic and imitate the body's hormones accelerate the onset of puberty and also affect the metabolism as well. It can interfere with the production, function, and elimination of natural hormones. BPA can contribute to infertility in both men and women and cause metabolic disorders such as PCOS. It decreases sperm count in men and increases estrogen levels in both men and women. So that is a host of just so many different things that BBA can do, mainly, as you can see through it all, like fertility, and so affecting that in both men and women. I'm going to get into that a bit more. So yeah, the infertility factor. One of the, main, one of the more disturbing BPA toxic effects is its role in infertility. And in one of the most recent and robust studies, researchers from the University of Bao in Cameron set out to see the latest data that has to say about the BPA and fertility connection. So this is what they have uncovered, and I'm just going to list the things. So with it just being in packaged food items, they also found it's, you know, an environmental contaminant just with it being in the environment, how it affects hormone balance and causes male reproduction dysfunction. It also produces several defects in the embryo, such as feminization of male fetuses, atrophy of the testes, increased prostate size, and alteration of male sperm parameters. So like male sperm count, motility, and density. BPA also affects the hypothalamic pituitary testicular, I can't say that, testicular access by altering hormones in adults, which has been linked to sperm dysfunction. Also, BPA induces oxidative stress, and BPA also prevents proper embryo thyroid development. And also with men that are exposed to BPA have higher blood pressure, urinary BPA levels, and abnormal semen parameters. And men exposed to BPA also displayed reduced libido and erectile ejaculatory difficulties. Those are some big words that I just said. So that seems like a lot. So yeah, fertility is a big thing. And so I'm going to talk about later in the episode of how you can, you know, just reduce your BPA load and your just toxic burden overall. But now let's get on to women. So women are also affected very much so by BPA. And so there was a study done in 2013 from Jilin Medical College in China that found that long-term exposure to BPA can lead to endocrine disorders followed by functional changes in, in ovary, uterus, and the vagina, which can just ultimately lead to fertility issues. And all these neg- negative effects can just make pregnancy just that much more harder just for women to get pregnant. Also, BPA is actually an IBS trigger, which 
is super interesting and I didn't know that before doing this podcast. I had researched BPA for actually a project for when I was in nutrition school, but I didn't come across the IBS. So it's very interesting that it triggers IBS as basically, so BPA just basically negatively impacts the gut microbial amino acid metabolism in a way that has been associated with irritable bowel disease, which is wild. So basically impacts the hormones, impacts the gut, and that's impacts the vitamin D drain. So vitamin D deficiency is linked to all sorts of health problems, including things like weight gain, cancer, insomnia, arthritis, heart disease, MS, and other illnesses. And so basically just in September 2016, there was a study found that the exposure to BPA may lower levels of vitamin D in the bloodstream. Also with phylates, another toxic hormone disrupting chemical used in vinyl and many fake fragrances, skincare products, makeup, also lower vitamin D levels in the body. So just listening, just hearing that, it's just mind-boggling that that BPA can just like lower your vitamin D levels and also with phylates as well. It can also just lead to obesity. There was a study done that found that girls who had a higher urine BPA level were twice as likely to be obese than the average of the other children. It can also be a pre-diabetes trigger. There was a study done that found that basically found that higher urinary BPA levels are found to be associated with pre-diabetes. So this is just pretty interesting just because it clearly states that regardless of your diet and like your exercise and whatever that you do to help your body, BPA has just been shown to affect glucose metabolism through insulin resistance and inflammation and oxidative stress. And so you may be wondering, like, how does this affect digestion and blood sugar? Since I have mentioned that, you know, it can cause prediabetes, it can cause IBS. And so since BPA can basically leach into food from plastic containers and just metal cans, just from the linings, we are then exposed to the substance primarily through the digestive tract and BPA is absorbed by the gastrointestinal system, so the GI tract, and dispersed around the body through the bloodstream. This can then lead to gastrointestinal inflammation and IBS. And as I said before, BPA exposure can just trigger diabetes, and it has been shown to just alter the glucose metabolism through insulin resistance. And lastly, I just want to touch on that. You just also can't trust things that say BPA free. There's lots of plastic, just water bottles that say, oh, BPA free, but they took basically BPA away and then snuck in another chemical. And so this one is called bisphenol S, so BPS. And so basically this one with all the studies that they've come out with this one, it's is just as bad as EPA, if not worse, than the original. And there's also a study done in America that more than 80% of Americans have detectable levels of BPS in their urine, which is wild. So that is the majority. So with all this being said, you're probably pretty overwhelmed. Like, what the heck do I do? This all seems pretty just daunting. So I'm going to give you some tips of what you can use instead of plastic. So instead of using some just regular plastic containers, straws, bags, water bottles, toothbrushes, or any just plastic container that you can think of, you can switch to glass containers, which I mentioned before. So 
just like Pyrex has a lot of good ones. They're a main brand in the States or Anchor as well. You can get them shaped in like a round one or a square and they can be big like four liters, eight liters, 12 liters, and also with mason jars as well. So if you want to have a drink like of water, like a smoothie, even if you want to, or like a chia seed pudding, those are great to use. Or you can also do stainless steel straws and water bottles. I love Hydro Flask. I have two of them. So those are great and they last a really long time. I've had mine, I think for four years now, and it's still, it has a few like dents on the outside, but it's still completely fine on the inside. Another thing that I like to use for food is beeswax rats. These ones are super handy. Um, there's a company here in Victoria called Goalie Lots Rats. I'll link them down below and they have just super fun patterns and you can reuse them, I believe, for up to a year if you just keep rinsing them. And you also want to make sure that you rinse them in cold water because it is beeswax. And so if you heat that up with hot water, it'll just melt away. But those are super handy because you can just keep reusing them over and over again. And then also with toothbrushes, there's bamboo toothbrushes out there. And so those are a super easy swap. And they're actually pretty comparable in price with the plastic ones. I found them on Amazon and in my local health food store as well. So really the options are endless. And it's just being more conscious of just, you know, what you are using. And yeah, just bringing it into your home overall. Also with nonstick cookware, this is probably... I would say one that a lot of people have in their homes. So switching out to like cast iron or stainless steel are probably big ones. So like the big, I guess, name brand for nonstick is like Teflon coating. Um, so those ones just have so many different chemicals. And yes, your food is not sticking to it. But when you're scraping that pan, like it's over, over time, the more times you use it, it's just going to get sucked up into your food. You can also use ceramic as well, stainless steel, stoneware. There's so many options out there. Also with the plastic bags, I love using Stasher silicone reusable food bags. These are super handy. I mean, they're roughly like for the medium size one, it's like 15 bucks. But think about if you use that every day for, you know, like a year, like, and then you use those little like disposable baggies and we're using those every day those add up to be so much money so like over time like in a year you're definitely saving money yes it's a more expensive cost up front but the silicone maids are super handy and they add just like a baggie but they actually are stronger because it's thicker so I really love using those also one last one filtering your water because your water can have so many different chemicals I mean even if you eat super healthy you you know you cook a lot of food at home if you're not filtering your water you're missing a big step in just your overall health and well-being and I didn't really realize this until I guess I was going through my nutrition program with the NTA and I got introduced to the Berkey it's the best water filter system out there and it just goes on the counter and it's just basically gravity I guess fed and it just goes down into the stainless steel container but in your water there can just be so many different chemicals there could be like fluoride if your city adds fluoride to the water glyphosate nitrates chlorine aluminum mercury there can be parasites yes parasites sounds crazy you do not just pick them up when so when you go to 
a tropical country or a third world country, you can get them right here in North America, believe me. Also, lead, just pesticides. There's so many different things that I did not list, but I mean, those are just a handful, but really just getting a good water filter system, I'll list the one that I have below the Berkey is just, it's a game changer. Also, I just got recently a filter for my shower head and now it's crazy that I just don't smell the chlorine at all anymore. And so, yeah, some small things you can do. And I don't want to say all this overwhelming, like you got to change out everything tomorrow or else you're doomed for the rest of your life. No, I'm just giving you tips and, you know, do with what you can and do what you can afford right now. Also, you know, buying secondhand, you can find glass containers at the thrift store as well. Because I feel like the main part for it is just not stressing about it. And so when you stress about it, that can cause just, you know, more issues on yourself. But, you know, do what you can right now. And yeah, that'll be good. I hope you guys all enjoy this episode. Be sure to leave a review below if you enjoyed it and a rating. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye for now.